0: Welcome to the Purple Political Breakdown. I am glad you are here and I'm glad you are listening to today's podcast episode. My mission in each and every one of these episodes is to really focus on the solutions to some of the biggest questions and most controversial topics going on in our current society. I feel like most of these conversations are not truly being discussed in a more logical and respectful manner due to the political toxicity that goes on with both the left and the right, both the Democrats and the Republicans. In this podcast, I don't care about any of that. I am focused on the solutions. I'm focused on bridging gaps. If you want to join me on this journey, if you want to discuss some of the most important topics, if you are tired of the political toxicity and negativity from both sides, please support this channel, share the podcast, and go to my website, www.purplepoliticalbreakdown.com. I appreciate the support, I'll continue to make content, and hopefully we can start bridging these gaps and focusing on real issues going on in our world.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is part two of the Purple Political Breakdown Solutions with your guy, Riddell Lewis. How you doing? How's your day been? Today we're doing part two. I don't have a review to read out. I'm just going to read out the solutions to kind of finish everything, of course. And just to reiterate, like I said last episode, make sure you check out last episode. This is part two. That means there's other solutions that you want to hear about in part one. So make sure you listen to part one. But just like I said in part one, if you disagree, want to flush out, or want to critique my solutions, feel free to let me know. Send me an email, comment, leave a review. I will be looking, listening, hearing you out. And it may evolve the approach, it may evolve the solutions, because at the end of the day, the only reasons these exist, is so we have a better society. Appreciate you. Let's rock. First things first is the responsibility of content creators. Are content creators role models? From my point of view, I advocate for content creators to embrace the responsibility of being role models for their audience. Their influence is intrinsically linked to their popularity, thus it's naive to assume that they don't have impact regarding the public. Establishing a standard requiring content creators to have legal or PR representation is essential to prevent irresponsible actions that could harm the youth. Perfect example, the situation with Kai and I think it was in New York and the riots that happened. Moreover, instead of endorsing negative content, our focus should be on condemning it, highlighting the importance of responsible and positive content creation. You don't have to be a good guy. You don't have to be Mr. Go Lucky by no means, but we should be more than willing as a as a community to stop protecting content creators, knowing full well that they have responsibility to their influence on their audience. And we should be able to call out such things. We don't gotta protect people like Speed, like Jideon, like Kai. Naming all black people. Let me name some uh white people like Aiden. Even people like Destiny to an extent. I I I do like Destiny though. But people like Aiden, of course, Andrew Tate, of course. Um Neon, of course, when it comes down to how he acts. And I'm sure you guys can think of more and more names. So Overall, these people have a platform, they influence their community, and we got to hold them accountable for their role as a role model. Next, we got immigration and the American border. Very simple for me when it comes to this conversation. The idea of illegal immigration is fundamentally flawed, as allowing individuals into the country without proper vetting isn't a wise approach. However, there might be a valid argument for simplifying the immigration process to grant more individuals the opportunity to enter legally. Simultaneously, fortifying immigration protections is crucial to prevent unauthorized entry into the country. We shouldn't let people to just come in the country. We, have sh- we should have stronger borders. But the, ar- the conversation on whether or not the immigration process should be smoother is something I think I'm willing to engage. Next, in regards to unions. Are they good for society? Are they bad for society? Well, ladies and gentlemen, unions serve as a necessary check on large corporations, playing a vital role in the country. Nevertheless, it's crucial for unions to maintain a broader perspective, consistently considering the national interest in their actions and decisions. Unions are so important. But they also have to keep in mind that potentially the corporation that they are union unionizing against may have more impact more influence more connection to the the national interest as a whole that you have to consider when you're doing certain strikes of course climate change uh potential solution for climate change the reality of climate change is undeniable and sometimes the discourse on its severity becomes polarized I believe in practical solutions that integrate into our daily lives without requiring unrealistic life changes. For instance, I've heard about an innovative idea like developing paint embedded with harmless algae that can naturally absorb CO2 from the atmosphere. I had a podcast episode with those individuals offering a promising step forward in addressing this global challenge. Practical solutions, solutions that can help but don't take away from your current lifestyle like turning off all your t- technology or stop driving your car those are unrealistic and the drastic protests such as stopping people from going to work is just hindering your case i think we need to take care of our environment and our climate but there are better ways to approach the conversation next is the deep state does the deep state exist well here's my stance While I don't subscribe to the belief in a sinister, overwhelming, corrupt organization manipulating society, it's evident that governments have committed wrongful acts throughout history. The substantial influence wielded by the wealthy in shaping society cannot be overlooked. It's crucial to maintain pressure, considering the decline of the middle class alongside the growing disparity between the rich and the poor. Uncovering truths is essential, ladies and gentlemen. But resorting to violence or surrendering isn't the solution. Next, we got is the national security ways to improve it for America to bolster its national security. A continual focus on growth is essential. This includes an anti military innovation through increased efficiency, maximizing our capabilities in cybersecurity, and reinforcing border control to mitigate illegal immigration concerns. Very simple. Very interesting solutions, very understandable ones. Mental health and drugs. This is a conversation I always go back and forth in terms of the use of medication to fix your mental well-being. With that said, ladies, with that said, gentlemen, I believe America's reliance on medication for mental health often serves as a temporary fix rather than a sustainable solution. I believe improving one's quality of life stands as a more effective means of stabilizing mental well-being I'm not discounting its value and its entirety but a change of lifestyle a change in mental perspective and approach i think will be more key in the long run next we got is populism in america is populism destroying america populism rooted in the de- distrust of government and elites Exploiting the populace reflects a legitimate caution towards those in power. While being mindful of authority isn't inherently negative, adopting a pessimistic view that condemns the entire system doesn't foster progress. In truth, it can lead to stagnation and, and in extreme cases, regression, as seen in instances like the events of January 6, which was not beneficial for our society. Next, we got the influence of a, the minority population, an epiphany that I had in regards to the power of the minority. I had a fascinating realization about the profound influence of the minority, an often underestimated segment of the population. Despite appearing small, they hold significant importance in our society. Their influence, active participation, and support often lead the charge for change. While the major- majority typically follows suit only after being swayed by their conviction. Every movement that you can think of started with that minority population. A minority group that wanted to stand up against the status quo. So never discount the minority population. Never underestimate the minority population. They have power, they have influence, and they're profoundly important in society. Next, we got uh, the potential conflict between people. Conflict resolution, especially regarding political uh, tension. For me, the most effective approach to communication involves seeking common ground, even amidst political differences. Acknowledging that most people have good intentions, it's prudent to pause and reflect before reacting impulsively. Ensuring thoughtful dialogue continues. Recognize, ladies and gentlemen, recognize this, that... Yes, the other person has a difference of opinion, but recognize their difference of opinion typically is opinion in the betterment or the hope of the betterment of society. They want to help the country. They want to help the people for the most part. So differences of opinion doesn't mean differences in terms of moral structure. For the most part, people have good intentions. Think of them as someone who has good intentions, but has a different path. And then you'll be able to engage in discourse a lot more easily. Next is the Israel and Palestine conflict. How do we solve it? It's a complicated situation with a complicated history. For me, Hamas is evil and extreme right wing Israelis are also evil. Next is the cycle of hatred and the best way to solve it for me. And when the conversation arises, this is my point of view. The pervasive cycle of hatred and violence in our world devastates lives. To move forward, we must embrace forgiveness and actively seek for solutions in our society. Whether or not you agree with the Bible, we got to recognize that the message of Jesus forgiving humanity for all their sins is the perfect and most symbolic way we need to handle the cycle of hatred. It just is. Star voting, a voting reform that I'm a big advocate for. Star voting represents a revolutionary approach to voting that could transform our political landscape. It promises to align candidates more closely with the desires and needs of voters, granting greater influence to third parties and incentivizing increased voter participation. It's an exciting and promising evolution in voting methodology. I'm a bit advocate for stolen voting. I've had uh, numerous podcast episodes talking about it, so make sure you guys check out my uh, discussion with Sarah Wolk when I talked about it. But yeah, I think this can be the future of voting reform. Next is ways to improve the social uh, ways to improve social media, turning X into a public square. For me, some ways to do it is first category- categorizing. Sorry about that porn creators separately and enabling content bans for them categorizing porn creators separately and enabling content bans for them can clarify their distinction establishing parody accounts as distinctly different entities can enhance clarity as well additionally creating a child teen version of social media can offer a safe environment for young users to engage with their friends on social media All of them would be great to ensuring that we have a more conducive environment for public discourse. If I want to ban porn content, I should just click a one tab and go like ban all porn content. And I'd never see that ever again. When it comes to parodies, I also should be able to ban parody accounts too, to be honest. But at the very least, when I'm on my timeline, I shouldn't have to question whether or not this is real. It's all bad and can bring out very, very bad disinformation and misinformation. And lastly, a solution for the Latino community. I had someone uh, talking about their solutions for it. Basically, what came up with is that we need to provide the Latino community with increased resources, like better access to credit to empower their path toward prosperity. Facilitating more dialogues within the Latino community will fortify their identity, foster a stronger sense of community, and reshape the perception of what it truly means to be Latino all contributing to the pursuit of the American dream. I had someone on, we talked about this, and he made some very interesting um, points when regarding the Latino community. And overall, helping each individual community is great. Um, And then obviously bring all the communities together for a better society overall is the goal. So those are all my solutions for part two. Again, check part one if you haven't listened to it. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Like, comment, uh, subscribe to the channel. If you disagree, if you want to elaborate, if you want to evolve the solution, make sure you guys send me an email, comment, leave a review. I do enjoy all of you. Appreciate you guys for helping the Purple purple Political Breakdown grow as a podcast. We can continue to grow and our message can continuously get across different individuals. Stop focusing on those politics podcasts that just talk about fluff, talk about Donald Trump sucks, Joe Biden sucks. The conversation is deeper than these two individuals sucking for different reasons. Although I have my personal disdains and dislikes, I'll bring up a Trump supporter. I'll bring up a Biden supporter and have a conversation because we need to have discourse that is meaningful and progressing society forward. The idea that Democrats want a full Democratic majority or Republicans want a full Republican majority is no different from the idea that they want to take over the government. We need to come together. These difference of experience and perspective is how you create solutions. Compromise is how America was formed. And I stand by that. Hope you guys enjoyed. Have a good one. Take care. And peace.
0: We'll check it out, y'all. We got what you need. We're all living in apartments, condos, vans. Well, dude, even you can have a studio. A studio in a box. Yes, we can help you with that right here at Blind Knowledge. We work on your budget, and we figure out your measurements. We'll get you the best sound for the best price. Let me know, 877-237-1143, or at blindknowledge.com. Yep!